Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's supposed to be very slim. It's gone. Very slim. It's gone. The most of all. Slavin here. Thanks for joining my weekly podcast on every Monday and Friday. And thanks as always to um, my sponsors, not just for the podcast, but the Facebook Live throughout the season. Uh, Galaxy Blinds, Group Industrial UK Limited, Cornerstone, TGM Cars, MDB Instrumentation and Ocean Lighting. Uh, before we talk about tomorrow's game and, and a few other things, uh, obviously we played Sheffield United the other night. Um, there was a couple of changes. Uh, was it Pelty and Spora came in? Bowler. So the team, if you didn't know, was Lumley, Bowler, Fry, Pelty, McNair, Jones, Tavernier, House and Crooch, Connor and Sporer. On the bench was Daniels, Taylor, Watmore, Bamba, Sleeky, Coburn and Balligan. A um, few people disappointed that there was no Dick Steele, we can all presume he was injured. And then Watmore, I think a few people were annoyed they didn't start. And, and McGree, if that's how you pronounce the name, the Aussie lad, he obviously, well, I think he's still injured, so I'm sure when he comes in the team he'll be a regular out at the end of the season we made three changes as I say and uh, from the Luton game against Sheffield United and uh, Sheffield United made one in the night but looking at it, the first half I was analysing I obviously I mentioned it on the Facebook live don't want to go over all ground but just looking at it first half I, mentioned, I, I, I used the words tortoise reds 
I mean, some of that passing was deplorable. Uh, the first goal we conceded, the ball went up the left, Billy Sharps whipped it in. Um, we should have stopped across, it was too easy for him to cross um, for the left. And, and Lumley, for me, it was a clanger. You know, some people on the Facebook Live were coming up and saying, how can you blame Lumley for four goals? No, I didn't blame Lumley for four goals. The first goal was Lumley's fault, he didn't hold on to it, it was like a bar of soap. And this is a regular, a regular thing. I mean, I praised uh, Lumley against Luton, I praised him, praised him against Spurs, but he went back in his old habits. And it's too hitty-missy. You know, there's a, there's a clanger just about to happen every second, third game. Um, two minutes later, Johnny House and them, and he got caught in possession, they broke away. Two against one, and Billy Sharp made it 2-0. You can't blame them for that. It was just bad defending. Everybody went missing. Um, then Sporer missed a setter. There was a good drag back for Jones, who was, again, not really going by his, his uh, full-back. Just content keeping possession. That's all well and good, but this year he's been my man of the season, and direct taking men on, dropping the shoulder, getting balls in galore. But he did set... One of the few that he did set up, but he, he cut it back for the byline to Sporer, six yards out, level with the left-hand post, and he hoofed it about 20, 25 feet in the air. But um, Sheffield United should have scored the third. It was a one-and-one. One. Lad get through. Um, people say it's a good save. It was a bad finish. Middle of the goal. I think I could have saved it. Middle of the goal, and, and Lumley did save it, but I think it was more a sitter than... Um, they just looked livelier, sharper, and quicker, more clinical. Uh, the second half... We were expecting Borough to get a rock up the, the rears, and, and no doubt they did, but they never really came out with the response that we were hoping for. Um, yeah, so Borough had uh, Boa cross, Conley finished it off, that was offside, that was 50 odd minutes. And then uh, there was a corner kick for the right, came in, I think somebody got a touch, and then it was a header and it went between the goalkeeper and Crooks on the line. Another one, I'm thinking somebody maybe should have cleared that or whatever. And then the last one, it was about opportunism and, and showmanship. The ball came in for the right. Lad let it go through his legs and flicked it with inside his right foot into the far corner and Lumley had no chance. But um, I just thought, in a nutshell, we get totally to shreds, outclassed every department. I, th I say this in the Facebook Live, defensively, all over the shop. We were frail. Midfield, overrun, outfought and outthought. And up front, we were starved. But on the flip side, chopping and changing every game is not working. You know? Wilders deserves applaudits and I'm arguably his biggest fan since he's come in. He's been a breath of fresh air, exciting football. But this chopping and changing up front ain't working. The players, are they look fed up with it. Um, nobody's getting a rapport with each other. Let's drop Fry and McNair every second week. Let's see how they build up a, a rapport and reputation. I'll tell you what, they're soon struggling. They're struggling at the minute. I mean, so far, the last five away games, four defeats, one draw. We've conceded 12 goals. 12 goals. You know, that is a lot of goals. Anyway, you know, people text me and email me and oh, you've not mentioned it about what's going on here, there and everywhere and there's obviously the, the, the stuff in football. I mean, I, I'm forever saying, I put a, a tweet out the other day, I'm forever saying don't forget to get in your daily exercise. I think it's now time to say stop listening, watching and reading the propaganda. A world is full of hypocrites and liars. If you don't already know that, you're an idiot. I mean, we're fed by the government and media. Uh, neither could lie straight in bed. Why, why should we believe anyone? Well, I certainly don't. I don't. I know there is people out there. Um, but politics has always, uh, has always been in football. People think it's just come in recently. It's been in since I was a young lad. Uh, but in recent years, 
Obviously, the authorities have cherry-picked and selected a few that suits their agenda. And for me, the game publicises and helps the minority, not the majority out there. And that's why I'm not a fan. I don't know who cherry-picks them, but when they cherry-pick them, I think there's other big issues out there and we don't support them or back them. Uh, and that pees me off. So certain people have got agenda. I have no agendas for anybody or anything. Um, but that, that pees me off to a degree. But I listened to national radio this morning. I'm sure it was this morning. It's actually talk sport. I'll say who it is. I'm not, don't give a damn. I don't listen to talk sport in the morning. Alexa gave me the time and then it came on. And they were conversating about Chelsea fans singing uh, Bramwizic's name last night against Norwich. And they were saying it was outrageous. There was uh, your man, Keon, that used to, he would kick his granny, the Arsenal centre-back. There was uh, White and there was um, the lad that was uh, Simon Jordan. Who are all, you know, good footballers, presenters, and and uh, Jordan's very, very clever lad. But, you know, just to say outrageous, disrespectful, timing was awful. I agree to disagree. The fans, I'm sure the majority that were singing or branding its names last night and chanting, I'm sure they are totally against Putin, Russia and this war that might come away, whatever. But I thought, yeah, the timing's off, but so is Abramovich off. And he's been there for years at Chelsea. And the fans were chanting his name. I can separate it. The fans are chanting his name, not because his nationality, his colour, his creed or his friends. He's bankrolled Chelsea for years. He's won 21 trophies during his tenure, including Premier League, Champions League. Uh, recently, they won the, the World Club Cup. Why shouldn't he chant his, uh, chant his name? I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Because he's Russian, because he's had pictures with Putin. The Queen's had pictures, loads of pictures with Putin. We, we, we are here, give the pro oh, he's his mate, he bankrolls it. We don't know, I don't know. I'm not entering the path with any government, that's for sure, or any um, anybody. But surely he deserves his name sung. I mean, we show pictures of him, we, as I say, we put in that bit. John Terry, he put, this, sum, this sums this country up Britain at the minute. John Terry was castigated the other week. He put a picture of him, Abramovich. During the glory days, we had a couple of trophies. People saying, outrageous. The Labour mob or whoever they were, I don't listen, somebody told me, somebody, if your Labour was up in arms, it should be this and that. It's a picture. It's the past. It's something that happened. You know, he's obviously been a, been great for Chelsea and that and the players in that era. And, and if it was that big a problem, why did we let him into the Premier League? We knew his background. I'm sure that everybody did spade work. We know people in the Premier League know that the background's not very good, but we still let them in. Why? Because it's power, greed and egos. Again, we cherry-pick. So, I'm not led with politics and propaganda. It's absolute all bullshit, spin. None of them tell the truth. It pisses me off it's in football, but I'm afraid it is and we just need to get on with it. You either follow it or suck it and or, or just don't listen to anybody or anything. But talking about Chelsea fans, uh, they're talking about them not getting into the, uh, the games. I mean, they've not, unless they've got a season ticket. I think you have to have a season ticket to get into the games. Obviously, Abramovich is... He's 10 years up. And, and that's another reason. Would they have sang his name last night uh, if he was staying at the club? I don't think they would have. So, anyway, it's the fans that's going to suffer again. I mean, despite all I've said about Chelsea, I'm not a fan of Chelsea. I've spoke about my disgust at Chelsea chasing his back in 88, 89 season at Stamford Bridge and, you know, a shower of Torres and whatever. 
I've never been a fan of Chelsea. I'm not a John Terry fan. Like, I loved him as a player, but as a person, I don't know him personally, but I, I've never been attracted to Chelsea as a football club. So despite what I'm saying about Chelsea and trying to defend certain things, I'm certainly not a fan. And I hope in the FA Cup quarter-final, I've mentioned it before, 19th of March at the Riverside, with or without their fans, I hope we stuff them and send them back to the big smoke with their, their tails between the legs. I really do. So despite me saying a couple of things about Chelsea, I'm definitely not a fan. Despise them. Who was it? Ken Bates, it used to be the chairman. I remember he, uh, did he stop the cameras coming in the playoff final down there? I think he'd have got the cameras being here. Um, anyway, tomorrow, we're back in our travels. We play Millwall, two points between us. We're two points above them. They've got a game in hand. Um, and we're looking for a big response after the Sheffield United disaster. Don't kid yourself. Our home form's been terrific. Our away form's been awful. Embarrassing. And 12 goals conceded in five games. Dear God, that, that is terrible. Terrible return. But it wasn't getting beat. It was the manner in which we were beat against Sheffield United. The manner in which we were beat against Barnsley. It's not acceptable. Players cannot go from one extreme to the other. One minute they're on the moon, the next minute they're on the floor. It, it just can't happen like that. There need to be more consistency now. This is the real bread and butter. This is the squeaky bum time. And we need to be at our best. And we need to keep it going and be more consistent and uh, and do the business. Anyway, I'm back tomorrow at um, 6 o'clock because it's a away game. Half six usually when it's a home game. Facebook Live tomorrow. Please join me at uh, 6 uh, hopefully discussing a victory we'll certainly be discussing whatever happens and then in Monday it's uh, Gary Havelock part 2 on Total BS my, my Monday podcast so Monday and Friday my podcast and it's free and you get it in Spotify and Amazon and and all those avenues you know so you can get it anywhere and everywhere and it's free uh, I've also got a YouTube channel I'm going to put a bit about Bruce Reich on tonight so if you're interested Bruce Reich, I'm going to do a YouTube bit tonight. I try and do a bit every week. People's, I've, I've been, uh, I was going to say inundated, but I've had a right few people saying they've enjoyed what I put on and I'd like to thank them for that. And if you want to subscribe, click the subscribe button. It's free and you can watch things that I bring up. But the, the interview with Bruce Reich that I'll be showing you is, um, it was done oh, several years back. It was in Durham, in a hotel in Durham. I think it's called The Three Tons. But I'm a big fan of Bruce and... Uh, I'll talk about that during the, uh, the YouTube bit. Thanks for listening. Thanks, as always, to the sponsors, uh, Galaxy Blinds, Group Industrial UK Limited, Cornerstone TGM Cars, MDB Instrumentation and Ocean Lighting. And uh, as I say, I'll be on tomorrow at 6.